Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I want to talk about the narcissist's fantasy world. So narcissistic abusers, or I should say victims of narcissistic abuse, have learned to disassociate. This is where they disconnect from their feelings and enter into a Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole of existence where they really are looking to escape from their pain. And in an attempt to avoid any facing of the true self, which is shamed, abused, manipulated, and in many, in many instances, annihilated, they look to enter into a fantasy world, one where they can make it up and protect themselves from the true reality of uh, living. One of the ways they do this is by pulling victims into their fantasy world and giving them roles, essentially almost like a movie, and giving them, projecting onto them certain traits about themselves and then manipulating them to act out these traits outside of themselves and ultimately playing a role in their movie of life. And in this movie of their life, they are the one of two things. Either, either they're the hero or they're the victim. They're the hero when they are, when everyone's, playing their role because ultimately everyone wants to serve the, everyone's serving the narcissist and the narcissist is getting a narcissistic supply by feeling really really great about themselves being reflected back how great they are if a victim is to bring about the truth or try to or not play their role as they're manipulated or bullied into playing then they are going to uh, or to try to, they try to hold the narcissistic abuser accountable the narcissist will turn into the victim role, which is where they say, I'm helpless to change anything and everyone needs to just ignore my shortcomings and serve and play their role in this movie, in this fantasy imaginatory world. Narcissists cannot handle reality. So anytime this fake fantasy world starts to crumble, which it does because false fake realities, lies, they they crumble, they, they fall apart, uh, the narcissist will go into a tirade, a narcissistic rage, and what they'll do is they'll punish their victims for not playing their role well enough to mask or protect them from facing their reality. And this is where they will use every narcissistic abuse technique, silent treatment, passive aggressive, cheat, you know, lying, punishing, gaslighting, ultimately to hurt the victims so that they don't stop, so they don't like, get out of their role, out of their out of their script. Um, of of what they were supposed what they're supposed to be doing. So in narcissistic families, what you'll have is a golden child who remind in this fake fantasy world, the golden child is the the reminder that the that the narcissist is great. They reflect back how great they are based on the fact that they're an extension of the narcissist and therefore make the narcissist look great. The scapegoat child uh, will usually be the one where that's making the narcissist look bad. They need to dump all their inner shame onto them. There have been uh, bullied, demeaned, devalued. This is usually the one who's who's essentially making, uh, seeing the world, the, the fantasy world for what it is. It's a fraud. So they will be punished and manipulated into buying into this lie, into this false world. And all the other roles in the family system are uh, really just another extension of the narcissist playing a, playing their role in reinforcing this fake fantasy world so that the narcissist can be uh, entirely disconnected from reality and not have to face their inner pain and their inner shame. Narcissists tend to be fantastic storytellers. Uh, they usually have very good imaginations. And what they'll be able to do is create this storyline of, of either, like I said, being a victim or being uh, being the hero. So either victims will be love-bombed into loving their narcissistic abuser, uh, and or they will be uh, bullied and victimized, uh, or I should say punished for for not playing their role and, and being forced into this storyline uh, where they will uh, 
understand that the reason that they're serving the narcissist is because the narcissist has been victimized and therefore needs others to make it right for them. So either way, everyone in this imaginary world is living the lie along with the narcissistic abuser. Now, the thing with the storytelling is that the, the, the narrative creates a sort of trauma bond where the narcissist is telling everyone this story about how they were wronged or about life and about how their life, I should say, and how uh, things need to be this way. And even though everyone's suffering and even though there's extreme abuse, this is the way it has to be because I've been through so such and such or because of this situation that I went through and everyone. And ultimately, everyone is, is terrified of stepping out of their lockstep and, uh, and, 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 and role and really soldier-like command uh, of the narcissist because if they do, they will be subject to the narcissistic abuse and the shaming, the guilting, all the horrific forms of abuse. And if they don't play their role, they'll trigger these wounds. They will trigger the, the true self, which is the reality. So anytime reality starts to peek its head, which is what happens eventually, uh, the narcissist needs to uh, gain back their control of their fa false world and of their victims so everyone's playing along with it. So obviously, as you can probably imagine, this is a very horrific experience to be involved in the, in the, in the false you know, mind control and really fake world of the narcissist where they are literally bullying everyone emotionally, psychologically, mentally into playing their role in this dysfunctional matrix of their, of their world, of their life. And it is completely and entirely made up. So the narcissist is making up their world as they go. They will make up stories. They will make up lies. They will, they will scapegoat. They will tell, you know, they will be talk about how they've been martyred. They've been, they're, they're a martyr for another cause. They'll oftentimes use a cause uh, where they will tell a story about how they really are suffering so greatly and everyone needs to suffer along with them because of some sort of you know great cause that we're all a part of. Uh, you find this with cults. Oftentimes everyone suffers for the narcissist and the narcissist is pretending to suffer for the cause, but really they're extracting narcissistic supply from their victims watching everyone serve them. It's obviously very mentally ill and extremely deranged and dysfunctional, but this is the way their minds work and this is how narcissistic abuse works. It it creates an illusion of of, of amazing and, and, and fantasy and, and fantastic excitement and love and it really is a lie. It's an absolute fraud, but it works because, because narcissists are very much able to pick up on and tune into in the, the victim's ability to imagine and their fantasy. So they, 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 they kind of play into that fantasy. They play on their victim's fantasies. They, they, they study what their victims are looking for in a lover and a partner and a, a friend and a boss, you name it. And then they love bomb them by tapping into their imagination and their fantasy and hijacking their, their world. And once you hijack somebody's fantasy and somebody's imagination, you quite literally can control every ounce of their existence, the imagination and the fantasy or, uh, abilities, to, uh, the, um, characteristics, traits of a human being to have that type of uh, ability is, is it's a powerful one. And, and if you can tap into the narcissist, the, the vic victim's uh, ability to do this, you really can do some damage. So this is the way the narcissist's mind works and, and they are completely and entirely dissociated. They're, they're almost split off from reality and living in this world and they need people to keep this fantasy world going. They cannot maintain it alone. They need supply. They need false, they need to maintain this false self and therefore other people uh, need to be bullied and pulled in. Um, that's why they need other people. If they're left alone, then their fantasy world is not really being held up by much because deep down they're aware that this is a fraud. Uh, they're desperately trying to live this lie um, but have, find it very difficult because ultimately 
it is a lie. And so it doesn't really hold any weight except for what other people tell them. So if other people agree to the lie, then they can continue to buy into their own lie and live into this fantasy world. So I want to offer some tips on how to move move out of this, this fantasy world. Um, first of all, it's imperative to understand that you, that if you are in a narcissistic abuse relationship, you have been brainwashed. You have been you have been indoctrinated with a certain narrative, a certain storyline, and a certain fake love. That needs to be addressed. It needs to be faced. You need to face that difficult demon, that difficult reality of the fact that this is going on. This is narcissistic abuse. This is the way it works. And if you are avoiding that, then in a sense, you're still in that fantasy world. In addition, in addition, it's imperative to uh, face your own. A, a desire to escape because if you're if you're trying to escape into a narcissistic a victim's narcissistic abuser's world chances are uh, again not to blame the victim but there's a certain desire to escape one's own pain so facing one's own pain and desire to escape into someone else's fantasy world we want to address that so that doesn't happen again and ultimately that usually happens because of one's own ability or desire to dissociate from one's own wounds of childhood and pain so it's imperative to heal those wounds and um one of the things I offer, along with Dr. Rosenberg at the Psychological Healing Center, is the mind map therapy, which, which helps you really identify your wounds and heal so that you don't look to defend against them by running away in, in codependency and a sort of dependence on somebody else's fake love and world where you are looking to really essentially deep down escape from your own pain, which ultimately always leads to uh, breakdowns and certainly never any fulfillment. So please do reach out if you're if you're in the if need of coaching to heal from uh, coming out of this fog, this sort of this sort of black hole, this it's Alice in Wonderland fantasy world, the narcissist, and and, and coming back to reality of what is uh, might be a very painful shock. But in reality, it needs to happen. This absolutely needs to happen if healing is going to take place. So please do reach out. I can be reached at Yitz. That's Y I T Z at Psychological Healing Center dot com by phone two five two six nine six four eight five two. Please do like and share this podcast with anyone you know suffering from narcissistic abuse so they can uh, get some awareness of what they have been through and ultimately get healing. So I want to thank you again, and until next time, all the best.